Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on November 7th, 2019. And for avid listeners of Within the Lines, you know that this is coming three days after normal posting. Sorry about that. Life gets in the way sometimes, but we're still committed, still coming at you. Instead of doing more of a review this week, we're going to do a preview since we're coming at you right before the games, not Ooh. right after. So we're going to preview some games, still give you some a little bit of recap, you know, ED player. We'll watch out for that guy. We're going to talk about some MLB. MLB's over, but it's not over in our hearts. We're going to predict the top 10 MLB free agents, according to MLB.com, where they're going to go. I'm just not ready to move on from baseball yet. Yeah, we'll never be ready to move so on. We'll be all right. And we never talk about basketball. <laughs> um, and then finally, we're going to end the episode with a top five personal quotable movie quotes. Generic, we know, been done before, we know, but we're going to do it anyways because we're different and we're going to have different lists. They're personal, Jay. And Tyler also watched Lego Batman, so I think he's going to give us a little rundown of that. We'll see. Let's do it. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Alrighty, Tyler. We usually wait a long Whoa, time was before so we actually start the episode, and I'm just getting right usually, into like, it. I feel like you leave enough like time for the actual intro to play out. 
Yeah, I'm just going right into it today. This is rapid fire, and I'm not prepared. Well, we're going anyways. All right, so NFL Week 10 preview. First, we need to talk about our ED and our well watch out for that guy, Ty. Would you like to go first or second? Jason. Yes. The ED player of the week this week. Elite disappointment slash erectile dysfunction. This one one is... (laughs) Could not get up in the moment. Capital E for elite. Okay, capital D. We don't have the same player, man. For disappointment. We usually run it by each other, and we didn't run it by it on this one. I don't know if we did. Tom Brady. Oh, no, didn't. Okay, we're good. 285 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Only put up 20 points on offense and lost to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Ravens fraud or (laughs) Patriots frauds. They've had the most lollipop season or schedule to start the season. Everyone's saying how their defense was historic and Lamar Jackson. Defense is pretty good. But they haven't played anyone good. Yeah, that's true. Any team's defense will look good against Pop Warner teams. But just to play a little devil's advocate for the Patriots, how many good teams are there really? Not a lot. But you know who is a decent team? The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, and they shit on the Patriots. No, yeah, they did good. They had a good start. Uh, the Raven, the Patriots had a really bad offsides penalty. I think that put them down 14-0 or 7-0. It was like fourth and goal. Or fourth, yeah, like fourth and goal from the seven or something. Got them jumping off sides, and that kind of swung the game. And then I know there were some other things that swung the game. I'm not ready to hop on the Patriots. They're done. Patriots haven't proven it to us because every year we find the first chance to do that, and then they just win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to be on the hopefully wrong side of history and just ride the Patriots being the best team until they lose and then be happy. Look, I'd rather be wrong and happy than right and sad. Chances are they're going to be in the Super Bowl still. That doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. But I don't think they're as good as they have been. I don't think they're as good as they're hyped up to be. Spin zone for the Patriots. You can't beat the Patriots twice. <laughs> so the Ravens just you wasted their it. win. <laughs> they did fuck up. I mean, every other team they've played so far could beat them in the playoffs. Also, last year, Ravens against teams that they beat in the regular season in the playoffs, 0-1, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> How's that for you, Tyler? That's some uh, deep stats right there, Jay. Deep stats. Analytical analysis. I always bring some deep stats. So for my ED player, speaking of the Los Angeles Chargers, I brought some stats for this one. Not a lot. ED player of the week, you know, sometime, you know, he was my, we'll watch out for that guy a few weeks ago. We were watching out. We were saying MVP year, question mark. That's been derailed. Oof. Aaron Rodgers against the Los Angeles Chargers. Completed 23-35, not too bad. Only 161 yards and one touchdown. Just didn't do much against the Chargers. Against the Chargers? The, the Chargers? The, okay, hold on. Before we talk about the Chargers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, this was his sixth sixth worst yards per attempt as a starter in his career. I think it was like 4.3 or something. So he averaged 4.3 yards per attempt. This is the first time, well, not first time, this is the lowest yards he's ever had in a game where he had at least 35, 30 attempts. He's never had 30 attempts and fewer yards than 161. And the Chargers put that on him because we have a great pass rush. Joey Bosa. You guys look really Melvin good. Ingram. And, you know, speaking of Melvins, I'm just going to get it out of the way right now. We'll watch out for that guy. Melvin Gordon, the guy oh I said my, to trade. Oh, my God. One he carries, 80 yards. You are not getting on the two fucking Melvin Gordon bandwagon right now after the, man, after the man fumbled at the one-yard line and cost you guys a win. You know what? That's okay. Mistakes happen. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Unbelievable, Jason. I'm disappointed in you. I genuinely am. I hope they leave to London now. What was that, that was Tyler? Keys. I'm sorry. Oh, scared. I thought the candle leave. fell. <laughs> <laughs> 20 carries. See, he fumbled. He had everyone doubting him, including me yes. and you. 
had me thinking, you know, trade him. I said it. I said it, and I'm not ashamed to say that I said it. But you know what? He responded. Two touchdowns. Won us the game. I just want to throw a little sad at you, Tyler. Last year, Colts started 1-5. They made the playoffs. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. It is very easy to make the playoffs in the AFC. I sent you a picture this week of it was like a graphic on one of the TV shows. Yeah. Or on one of the games, and it was all in the hunt. And I think there was 11 or 12 teams on the graphic. We're in the hunt, Tyler. Uh, there's literally there's only like four or five teams that weren't on the playoff picture. And it was, it was ridiculous. You guys are terrible. You shouldn't be a playoff Our, team. No. We, we're unlucky, dude. We're unlucky. Okay. Just but, listen. Just listen. Just listen. Okay. Let's hear it, Jay. I've said they're bad, okay? And if yes. they continue to make mistakes, they are bad. They're, they're still bad. And they probably will make mistakes. But we're just talking about talent. Just talent. Get rid of the mistakes. Okay. Just, you can't deny that there is talent on the team. You, there's some good players. we got a top 10 quarterback, Phillip Rivers. We got, okay. even if Melvin Gordon's not good, you can't deny that Austin Eckler's been pretty damn good this year. He has like been said pretty it damn good. Week. And Melvin Gordon has been good. He's just not good anymore. Keenan Allen, pretty good. Top 10 wide receiver, probably. Top seven wide receiver. I'm not making a list right now, but okay. I think the rest of our receiving core is banged up. Hunter Henry, he's pretty good for a tight end. He's I like his good. name, HH. We got, well, Derwin James is hurt. We got a good pass rush, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Yes, that was on display. We got a Desmond King, all pro cornerback last year. Okay. And when Derwin James comes back, he's going to come back fire. I don't think he's coming back this season. He's supposed to come back like late November. That was the initial timeline, so... If we're in the hunt, if we beat the Raiders and we are five and five after this week, we have a chance. Nine and nine and seven can make the playoffs. And I think we could finish four and two if we're five and five. Four and two is not that big of a task. You guys are bad, Jay. Just saying. Let me let me let me run you down. What's going to happen, Ty? We got the Raiders this week. Short week. We're going to beat the Raiders. Five and five, hosting the Chiefs in Mexico. Mexico. Probably going to lose that. I'm not going to be. A fake fan. Or not a fake fan. Especially Patrick Mahomes should be back and healthy by then. I'm not going to be delusional. We're probably going to lose that. Five and six. Broncos. Broncos aren't going to beat us twice in the year, especially on their backup quarterback. Six and six. Jaguars. Their backup quarterback is just as good as their starting quarterback. Jaguars. We're going to beat the Jaguars. Seven and six. Vikings. Nick Foles is coming back. The Jaguars are going to be a new team. I ain't scared Nick Foles. Should Seven be. and six. Then we got he's the Vikings. Than, he's better than Phillip Rivers. We got the Vikings. And at that point... That, at that point, the Chargers are going to be seven and six, and as we all know, Vikings can't beat a winning team. They can't. So we're going to be eight and six. As long we're as gonna... you, as long as you crest that five hundred winning percentage, <laughs> it's a lock against the Vikings. Play the Raiders again. Another dub. Nine and six. Last game of the season. Chiefs already have the playoffs locked down. They already have their seating locked down. They don't play their starters. We beat them. We finish ten and six. We make the playoffs. Or they're like, hey, and we that's don't want one our division room... rivals winning. They play a little bit harder, and that's. I'm giving myself one game wiggle room saying 10 and 6 because we're going to finish either 10 and 6, 9 and 7. We're going to make the playoffs. I'm just saying. Okay. The Bills are going to be the wild card team for the first wild card team. I hope not, man. I really the hope The Bills not. are going to be the first wild card That's team. That's the they worst have the playoff easiest, team in history. They had the easiest remaining schedule. I think it was like two weeks ago as far as like the teams left. It was the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. Yeah. We need the Browns to be So you have week. to be the next team. Well... How many? What's the Bills' record? Six and two. Yeah, sure. Let's say the Cowboys beat them. Are they six and two? The Ravens beat them. They are six and two. The Cowboys, Ravens, and Patriots. Let's just automatically give them an automatic L. That's five losses. I think they can get a bullshit game against the Patriots or beat the Cowboys. I'm just saying. 
if we're just saying they're going to lose those, that's five losses. Then we're hoping on a combination of the Browns, the Dolphins. <laughs> that's not going to happen. The Browns, the Broncos, <laughs> the Steelers, and the Jets to beat them once. I think they could. One of those teams could beat them once. That's ten and six. We have the same record. They're going to lose two of those. They're going to be nine and seven. We're going to be the first wild card. I don't believe it. I'm going to be honest. I don't believe it. But I can't wait to see you guys not make the playoffs. I'm taking the Dun Chain off, Tyler. J- it's getting it's, hot. It's in a here. permanent. Take it's a permanent off all your you got it chains. Tattooed. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my chains off. Dun Chain is officially removed. If they that lose, is, that is. If they, I cannot wait for the. I I want you to clip this in next week when you guys get shit pumped by the Raiders. You know, honestly, I think the Raiders are actually pretty good too. Like, I think they're actually <laughs> deceivingly pretty decent. I think they're the best four and four team in the league. I'll say it. I don't know any other. Are I don't they either. the only four and four I, team? I don't know, but they're good. <laughs> that'd they're be four a and four. <laughs> that'd be a Tyler move. Just impromptu. Let's rank the four and four teams in the NFL. All right, Ty. <laughs> all the teams at five hundred. So we got the Raiders. Okay. We got the Steelers. Oh, they're not good. We got, I don't know, they're 4-1. And, and that's it. <laughs> the Raiders and the Steelers. Yeah, they're better than the Steelers for sure. They're the best 4-4 four four team in the league. Didn't the Raiders Easily. lose to the Steelers? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. But mm, I think. Yeah, I am wrong about that. Talent-wise, they're better, 100%. Jason, we still haven't discussed my. Uh, we'll watch out for we'll that We'll watch guy. out for that guy, Jason. Go for it, Ty. Now, this is going to sound almost like a broken record. Because this man is at least a whoa watch out for that guy once every season. And he always fizzles out. Oh, okay. But he had his whoa watch out for that guy game. You said broken record. I thought you were going to say uh, Chris Godwin. <laughs> Don't know how the game he had, but is that his name? Chris Godwin? The receiver we picked twice. Oh. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't worry about that, Jay. Okay. This man led an undefeated team to victory over the New York Jets. An undefeated team? And a winless team. <laughs> To victory over the New York Jets. I'm talking Fitz Magic, baby. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Every year he's a, well, watch out for that guy. Well, you're just happy because it didn't come against the Saints. <laughs> I know. It's great that he's not on the Buccaneers anymore doing it in division. He can just go fuck up the Jets and make me look like a genius for picking the Dolphins to win this game. I was I was sturdy on the money line last you week were? on the pod, Jay. I said, you I want were? that money line. I'm so confident. And you were laughing at me. I was like, I'll take the points. I don't need them, though. And goddamn, was I right. You, you're totally correct tyler you did say you wanted the money line and i laughed at you you know what the money line was oh uh, well actually it wasn't that big it was only plus 180 that's like not it's not that big for it it's good but it's not like i mean a, they're both terrible teams it's not like this is a you know i think the dolphins are going to beat the patriots this is the fucking jets you know i may have lost that one but i stand by my logic even though i lost um if you can get a team that's only three point favorites against the dolphins against a team that is like openly tanking I'm going to take it every time. I'm going to take it every time. They got to play cover up somewhere, Jay, and they played cover up this week. All right, but I'm just saying, I'm going to take it every time. <laughs> That's fine. So, but I you're going to lose this time. Congrats on that win, Ty. You went uh, two and one in our... Yeah, you didn't even have them on the pod. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have the Jets on the pod. No, I didn't have the Jets on the pod. I had them in my Vegas parlay. But you yeah. went two and one on the pod. I went one and two on the pod. You had Indy, Carolina, Minnesota. Carolina covered. Carolina covered and Indy, yeah. Minnesota didn't. Yeah, so I went uh, one and two. And uh, I also had another Vegas parlay. Second week in a row going 0 for 3. On just, a parlay. Just, not just like, hey, here's some three picks. You said these three are all going to hit. And not a single one did. Yeah, if you follow along, man, just... Just fade me. Seriously, just fade me. Just bet the opposite of Jason and then don't parlay my games. And you'll be making money because I'm 9-3 and three on the year, Jay. 9-3. and three. On our late start, but yeah. 
Nine and three. Some people are probably like, why does he only have 12 You, Jason, games? are four and seven. Four and eight. <laughs> four and eight. Wait, I have four? That means I won two one week? So we've done it three times, I think. This is week. This is the fourth week that we did it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, one I've got week one each game, two. and you've lost two each week. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've gone one and two. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's brutal, Ty. It's a brutal being Jason. I can't. I just can't do it, man. It's a hard life out there for uh I'm a blackjack you. player. I'm not a sports gambler. <laughs> I really am. More of a card kind of guy. You don't want to do sports bets anymore, it, even though you're planning on majoring in a sports. That's all right, man. I can't bet on it anyways because I'm going to have inside info when I'm older. So it's like, okay, I can't, you know. So you're just going to text it to me, and then I'll do the opposite of whatever you tell me, and I'll make money. <laughs> I'll make great money. Oh, man. It's brutal. Do you want to talk about our bets for this week then? Let's get into it, Jay. I am on fire, and I always let you go first, and maybe that's what the issue is. Maybe you fuck yourself over going first. Okay. So I'm going first this week, Jason. Okay. And I'm taking Tampa Bay minus four and a half. That wasn't one of my picks, so I'm fine with that. You know what? This is a good pick for you because I looked at that game and I said I would never pick Tampa Bay in this game. <laughs> and that's where you're wrong, cowboy. <laughs> oh, wait. Who are they playing? Arizona. Tampa Bay is at okay. home. Okay. Playing Arizona. Okay. I think Jameis Winston has another 50-burger game. Wow. That's bold. I think tight. they fuck up the Cardinals, and I think I think it's a good game. I think they, it's going to be so high scoring, though, that at the end it's just going to be garbage points, and uh, they're going to cover by four and a half points. They're going to cut a couple of bullshit touchdowns. Uh, I've been looking at the wrong odds. I've been looking at the opening odds. and eh, that doesn't change my pick. Oh, it does kind of change one of my picks. Uh-oh. Eh. You know what, Ty? I said I looked at that, and I said I would never bet the Buccaneers to win that game. That's because I wrote down the other team in that game. Didn't even realize we were talking about the same game at first. I wrote down <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals plus four and a half, and that's going to be my first bet, Ty. Going head-to-head for the first time on the podcast, I believe. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But, uh, yeah. Don't quote you. Yeah. Arizona, they played the 49ers tough. I think they are, a, they are a sneaky team that is the, what is it called? The survivor pool. You ever heard of survivor pools? Mm, nope. Survivor pool is you pick one team to win every single week, but you can only pick that team once a year. And you try to go every single week by picking a team that's going to win. So you don't want to use a lock or like the Patriots right away on a bullshit yeah. team. You want to save them for a game. The Cardinals are a survivor pool team. They're the, they're the team that's going to ruin a lot of survivor pools. They didn't do it against your Saints, uh-uh. but that's okay. Nope. Um, they really haven't done it against anyone. Which means they're due? Which means... Wrong again, though, Jay. They're due, Ty. Wrong again, though. Because they don't have a good defense. And the the Buccaneers have a sneaky offense. Two of the top five wide receivers in the league right now. Yeah, but they have Jameis Winston. And that's the thing. You just have to keep Jameis Winston from turning the ball over. And I think he can do all right against the Arizona defense. I think if he doesn't turn the ball over, he'll do all right. Arizona's lost two in a row. You know what happened last time they lost two in a row, Ty? Happened, Jay. They they lost a third in a row, but then they won three in a row. (laughs) All right, so they're going to lose this game, and then they'll bust off a nice They're going to lose streak. by three. It's okay. Look, man, last week, the Buccaneers, they played the Seahawks tough. Yeah, Only lost did. by six in overtime. So was that Jameis Winston's good game, some would say? The Buccaneers are a better team than we're giving them credit for, than, than Vegas is giving them credit for I at think four I and a s- half points. I think I said that in the beginning of the year, that they're actually a decent. You might have. And I don't want to, I, I mean, they aren't threatening the Saints at all. Oh, no. I just want to can, can I throw you a little stat real quick? I, I love stats, Jason. 
Arizona against the spread this year, six and three. Ooh. Tampa Bay against the spread this year, two and six. Tyler against the spread this year, nine and three. <laughs> Just remember that stat. <laughs> Throw that in your little little stat binder over there. In your spreadsheet. Okay. What's your second game? <laughs> now I got two that I like. And one that I don't really like. Oh, sorry if that gulp was audible. <laughs> that was a very audible gulp. <laughs> I think I'm going to take Minnesota plus three, Jason. Minnesota plus three? Who do they play? Here's the deal. They're playing the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, I like that. I like it a lot, actually. And they're Might on the road. And you. they're on the road. So it's basically, they're predicting these teams to be the same talent-wise. I think the Vikings are a little better. Yeah, they are. that's exactly what they're saying. Don't get me wrong. They're shitty. And Kirk Cousins sucks. I don't think the Cowboys are a good enough team to come, you know, to pull out shitty Kirk Cousins. I think we get good Kirk Cousins this week. My one concern is Adam Thielen might be out of the game. Eh, they don't need him. It's all right. They still got Stephon Diggs. I feel like Adam Thielen's like their third down kind of drive extender. And uh, when, I mean, when Kirk Cousins went off just a couple fucking weeks ago, he didn't have Thielen. Uh, yeah. All right. He doesn't need Thielen. All right. Cowboys aren't good. Vikings aren't I agree. good, but the Cowboys aren't good. That, which makes the bro, Vikings good. Have you not realized the significance of this game? It's a Carolina Reaper matchup. Holy shit. <laughs> this is our two Carolina Reaper teams. My mouth's already on fire. <laughs> this game should be played in Carolina. <laughs> the Panthers are on the road. Just put it in Carolina. I'm not, I'm not going to hope for a national tragedy, but if a hurricane <sighs> hits this game and they have to play it in Carolina, I'm fine with it. I mean, oh, geez. I mean, they're indoors in Dallas, so. I don't know. You don't think a hurricane can power through a Dallas roof, Jay? <laughs> how about no hurricane? How uh, about just like, I was going to make a bad joke. How about just like a... a I was going to say we know it could power through a Houston roof. Oh. Tyler. That was a bad one. I told you it was bad. As a fan of a team who city was wrecked by a hurricane, one of the worst hurricanes in American history, I thought you'd be better than this. And we built we built from that, Jay. I, I we built thought, a Super Bowl from that. So why are you making fun of it? I'm not. I'm just, I'm just stating something. <laughs> just stating it. My second pick, Tyler, is going to be a big one. Okay. It's going to be one of the ones that scares us when we're looking at the odds, but then after the game, we're saying, why the hell did we not bet this? That is going to be the Baltimore Ravens minus 10 on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals of Cincinnati. I didn't hate it. It was a large number, so I glanced past it. When I came back, I didn't hate it. I'm just saying, the Ravens, I feel like they always shit pump bad teams. Yeah, and the Bengals are right there for worst team in the NFL. Even though they already played them, they only won by six. But that's why this one, they're due for a big game. I mean, they beat the Dolphins by 49. (laughs) They beat the Patriots by 17. They beat the Seahawks by 14. That's insane. They beat the Patriots by 17. They're only 10-point favorites against the Bengals. And the Seahawks by 14. Granted, it's in Cincinnati. I probably should look at the weather. Cincinnati weather because it's going to screw me over like when I bet the freaking I think I bet the Niners and they won 9-0 <laughs> it was a 10 point spread <laughs> Sunday n- no rain we're good no rain on Sunday okay so uh, hopefully this isn't in London is 64% of the public agrees with you Jay just know that yeah because it's going to happen they, they are a team with Lamar Jackson and with the run game they're going to control the ball they might only be up they might only win by 14. This is a game where they're going to jump up to an early lead, and then they're just going to sit on that lead. Andy Dalton isn't playing, I'm pretty sure. I don't even know who his backup is, so that doesn't matter. And the Ravens are going to win by a score of 30 
8 to 14. Look, I like the bet, Jay. But here's the thing. You bet it, so it's not going to (laughs) hit. There's there's no way it fucking hits. Hey, one a week hits. Maybe this is the one. (laughs) For my final pick, Jason... LA Rams are only three and a half point oh, favorites you on the, fuck on the face. Steelers. You fuck face, dude. And there's no way the Rams only won. Yeah, it's three and a half. That's at least a one to two touchdown game. Really? You got to do this to me? 3.5. You got to do this to me, Tyler? Yep. You're on the fly now, Jay. But I'm taking it. It's, it's too obvious. It's just sitting there staring us in the face. The Rams haven't been the Rams that we know and love this year. I don't love them. They can go fuck themselves. But... <laughs> they're still a lot better than the Steelers with a backup quarterback. Dude, the Steelers are like four and one in their last five or something. Have you just They're still a lot better than the Steelers with a backup quarterback. Mason Rudolph, is he good? No, the Steelers do have a good defense though, and that's concerning when you have Jared Goff at quarterback. You gotta Steelers. acknowledge that. Okay, but who do the Steelers have a wide receiver besides Juju? I don't know, and their running backs beat up. I'm just saying I'm the just running backs the beat up. I'm Juju the case. is gonna get locked down by Jalen Ramsey. Maybe. And that's yeah, it. That's probably. the game. That's the entire game. That's at least a touchdown game. The reason I would have bet the I was gonna bet the Rams. The reason I'm not betting the Rams now is not because you picked it. It's just Jared <laughs> Jared Goff on the road with all the terrible towels waving. Like he's gonna get scared, dude. He's not he doesn't know how to play on the road and he played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He'll be fine against the, the garbage Steelers. And what happened? Well it, but he's he's had experience <laughs> now. He's more experienced than he was in the past, Jay. The past is in the past, learn from it. That's very true. Man, I don't know what to go with this one, Ty. Sorry to do it to you, Jay. I think I'm going to go with... There's two other games that I would put money on. There's one that's glaring me in the face, but I'm not 100% sure if I want it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? One's a giant number. One's a very small number. I'm going with the in-between number, the one that always screws me over. I, this was like a lock for me once I saw when I saw the opening line, but then it changed lines. But I'm still gonna go with it. Go with the Kansas City Chiefs minus five and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Mm, I don't love it. I think the Titans the are road. a team that can have a surprising elite game out of nowhere, and I think they have an elite game against the Chiefs. I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs haven't blown out a team in a while, and I feel like they're due for a blowout. But that? maybe that's because the Chiefs are falling apart, Jay, and they're not the Chiefs we know and love from last year. They're six and two against the spread this year. Oh, that's pretty good. I've tried to bet on them Actually, twice. Actually, no, they're not. No, they're not. I oh, was okay. mistaking them with uh, your team. They're 5-4 <laughs> against the spread. Speaking of my team, my honorable mention, I don't have the balls to do it because that's a lot of points. Saints minus 13 against the Falcons, who are right there with the Bengals for worst team in the league and possibly worst defense. Yeah. Worst defense with the Drew Brees coming off a of bye week. 13 points. Scares me. It's a lot, but still, if they score two touchdowns, that's fine. But here's well, here's why 13 points scares me is because you guys have the worst garbage time defense in the NFL. That is true. It's you're always terrible. in garbage time at the end of games, and you're going to let up like 10 points that shouldn't happen, and they're going to backdoor cover. I can, I can easily see Julio getting an 89-yard touchdown with like three minutes left on the clock, up by 21. Yeah, it's going to be – so the line's 13. So you guys are going to be up – Let's say like 34. I'm trying to do quick math in my head here. <laughs> You're going to be up 34-13, and they're going to score a touchdown and a field goal in like the last six minutes or some bullshit like There's that. There's no way and they can score a field goal down that much. Okay, two touchdowns in. They're going to score two touchdowns. They're going to lose by like seven, make it look close, and that's probably what's going to happen. Probably, but that's I'm, why I I'm not taking it. it. It's just an honorable mention because I think we easily shit pump the Falcons. 
Yeah. All right, Jay. Quick recap. Tampa Bay minus four and a half. Minnesota plus three. Rams minus three and a half for my picks. Yours are Arizona plus four and a half. Head That's to a head. lock. Head to head with my Tampa Bay. That's a lock. Baltimore minus 10. Kansas That's a lock. City minus five and a half. I wish I was in Vegas this weekend because I would bet this you go. every oh, day. Three again. Every day of the week I'd bet this. And this is the week I turn it around, Ty. This is the week I I'm, turn I'm talking shit, and I know there's going to be a span of two weeks where I go 0-3 and, and you go 3-0 and and just take the lead on me out of nowhere. Uh, probably not. I think I need to stick to baseball betting. That's where I see all my success. I don't see success in football, really. Well, Jason, if you had to bet, where are the free agents land? Oh, dude. I feel like I'm going to be... I feel like I'm spot on. I feel like I got this winner on lock. Okay, well, let's hear it. We're going to go top 10 free agents this season. Before we start this, can I just uh, say something? Yeah. Say something I'm like really elite at. I'm elite at guessing other people's power rankings. Miko, me and Miko were uh, eating at the habit, and he was reading a. Uh, he was like, "Where do you think the Chargers going to be power ranked?" And I said, "17," and they ended up being 18. And I said, "Oh, let me see if I can guess the rest of the teams from 19 to 32." And out of those, I probably got like 10 or 11 of them, like spot on. Wow. It was like number 19, this team, boom, number like you know, it's a weird talent. I, I, I guess it's from writing articles. And that's what I tell my dad all the time, too, is because he'll get mad when the Chargers like go down on someone's power rankings. And I'm like, Dad, it's one guy's opinion. <laughs> it's literally or like just a group of behind, writers. It's literally just some dude behind the desk like, nah. <laughs> Bring them down two spots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. Okay, so we're going to guess the top 10 MLB free agents. Should we keep track of this and see how close we were? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, we can. Maybe, maybe make a little graphic. I don't know. We'll see. You've been making graphics, so I don't want to put extra work on you. That's all right. We put extra work on you this week. We'll see about that. Um, <laughs> do you want to start from 10 or do you want to start from 1? Um, this is according to MLB.com, top 10. 10. We Number owe, 10. You got to build up suspense, Jay. Number 10, we're going with Nicholas Castellanos. Oh, fuck. What, Tyler? You okay? That's fine. What happened? It's just if I make the list, I have to do like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, empty to start at 10. If we do one, I can just go in order and just type it out as it happens. It's, it's just a little inconvenient. Number 10, shut up, is uh, Nicholas Castellanos, a guy I wanted the Dodgers to trade for at the beginning of the year because he hits lefties really good. He went to the Cubs, got traded to the Chicago Cubs from the Detroit Tigers. And was a fucking monster to finish the season. Finished with an OPS above one. He's a bad fielder. We'll point that out. He's not good at fielding. He's an outfielder, but I think he can also play third and first. So we're need, we, we're looking at a team. We need a team that needs some needs a right-handed bat, needs a corner outfielder slash corner infielder. I'm just going to look up MLB standings just because when I try to think of teams off the top of my head, I usually struggle. But when I look at a list of teams, I can be like, oh, that makes sense. I feel like he's going to get a decent contract. So it's going to be like a – it's going to be a team that's on the fringe of contention mm-hmm. but isn't quite there yet. Okay. That's my logic here. I want to say the Angels, but just because that's every signing the Angels ever made. There's no way, though. We just didn't sign. We just let Cole Hamels walk. Cole Hamels? Cole Calhoun. Well, Cole Calhoun was also getting paid $14 million and he's much, much worse than Nicholas Castellanos. But we also have two outfielders ready to get called up. Castellanos can play third or first. Um, with Shohei pitching again, you're going to have more... Our new manager is in love with our third baseman. Your new manager also... Just came off of managing with Nicholas Castellanos. He did. No, I don't think that's going to happen, Ty. I'm just saying that's the Angels' move is to sign a guy when you're like borderline contention, and you know maybe maybe somewhere else, but not this guy. No, I'm not saying I'm not predicting it. Okay, I'm just saying who you're predicting, Jay. I don't know who. Stop beating around the bush. The Cincinnati Reds. 
Cincinnati Reds. Fuck, I didn't really think about Odd this. choice. They they just traded Yasiel Puig. Um, so they have a hole in the outfield, I think. I know they have that Aquinos guy. I haven't really looked. This is bad. This is not good prep. But they have Trevor Bauer, so that tells me they want to win games. They were actually not terrible. They were 75 and 87. That's better than the Los Angeles Angels. And uh, they're going to look at Nicholas Castellanos. They're going to be like, look, we're not in play for the big, big free agents, but we might be able to sign a mid-tier guy, upper mid-tier guy for upper-tier money. He's going to be a red. He's going to get paid a lot of money that he probably is going to be overpaid. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm thinking a fringe team. I have absolutely nothing to go off of here. Okay. I mean nothing. Okay. The Cardinals. Okay. In division, Cardinals got a good look at him this year. Cardinals losing Marcelo Zuna. And they need to replace him. That's an instant hole. And Marcelo Zuna was a terrible defender. He had highlight reel bad plays. So they're fine with that. So they're fine getting another bad defender for a bat. Yeah. A better bat, some would say. I would say. But this this list of top top ten has them at number nine. (laughs) Has them right above it. I feel like that. Yeah, Cardinals are going to replace them with uh, Cassianos. Okay, I like that. I like that too. That was completely bullshit, and then I, I talked myself into it. <laughs> Cassianos does seem like a Cardinals player. He does. He's got just like a like an outfielder, like a Cardinals name. Yeah, he just feels like some random random guy that uh, goes to the Cardinals and goes the fuck off for one year. So we got Marcelo Zuna. Should I just predict him to go to the Cubs then? That's what I was going to do. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll just make the case right now then. Um, the Cubs are losing a big time bat. Uh, he's a bad defender, so they're fine with a bad defender. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, so he's going to the Cubs. That's a no-brainer to me. The Cubs do need an outfielder. If you look at the Cubs unofficial depth chart on Cubs.com, they have Jason Hayward playing both center and right field for them. Starting. They can do that. I mean, they could try. Joe Madden's gone, but they could try some crazy shift. <laughs> Oh, all right. So Marcelo Zuna. There's one team that I have in mind right now. I don't know if they have a need. I'm going to check their depth chart right now. I'm feeling. Nope. Nope. Not feeling them. Was I was feeling the Brewers. Not going to lie. I'm feeling. A the Brewers. I, I, yeah, but they don't have an outfield void. Okay. So yeah, they don't. That's why I'm not feeling <laughs> okay, them anymore. Okay. Quick question. Do you think Castellanos or Marcelo Zuna gets paid more? Ooh. What's their age? Castellanos. Oh, Castellanos a year younger with a better second half. Yeah. Uh, Castellanos gets paid more. Okay. So the Cubs are going to... You think the Cubs are going to pay more for Marcelo Zuna, though, than they would just re-signing Castellanos? Mm, or no. You're no, saying Castellanos yeah. is going to... Okay. No, I'm that, fine. Then that goes along with your logic. I agree. The Cubs are not going to want to pay Castellanos, but they're going to pay slightly less for a guy who they think is not that big of a downgrade. Comparable. Yes. The Cardinals are okay spending for Castellanos. Yes. We haven't even looked at the luxury tax, I don't think. I have no idea. And then in this article, it says the Cardinals have a crowded outfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves. Contending team. They're going to want to add that bat to the middle of the order. They have both uh, Nick Markakis and Nick Markakis playing left and right field, respectively. Okay. <laughs> um, they do have Acuna, actually. So Acuna is probably one of those outfielders. And they also have Ender and Ciarte. So I guess they do have three outfielders. Um, but yeah. Atlanta Braves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Oh, I hate myself. Why does it have Acuna as a backup? That's I absurd. forgot that Acuna existed. And Can I change my pick? I mean, it's your pick. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Cleveland Indians. That's my pick. Lock it in. No changing. 
Let no just, reason. Let me just delete this here. No reason. And I'm going to just swing it back to number eight. All right. Which is Josh Donaldson. This one I actually do have a prediction for. Okay. It's a prediction brought to you by Miko Ryan Yanez. Okay. And that is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Philadelphia Phillies, they need a right field. They need a, a third baseman. They are, they've made it clear that they want to win. You know, even though they have, you know, a guy who, you know, the second he leaves there, his team wins a world championship, Bryce Harper, just saying. Um, so they might be cursed, but they're going to try to add a bat. They're going to add Josh Johnson at third, a nice right-handed bat to compliment Bryce Harper. And then that lets Scott Kingery play in center full time. And then they fill out their infield. Miko told me that. So I'm going to go with Miko. I like it. I, I just deleted the document. I'm sorry. <laughs> Close out the tab on accident. I was panicking. <laughs> so I mean that that's not bad. I mean they have a good team. I don't know how they weren't the Phils. Yeah, the yeah. Phils. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Then are they contenders? You said they weren't contenders last year. Uh, we'll see. We'll see when we get a little closer to the season. Okay. <laughs> As of right now, no. <laughs> Let me just start with that. Um, I want to say back to the Braves, honestly, but they have Austin Riley. Yes, apparently. they do. Yeah. He's young and good. Oh, I like this one. I'm thinking the Rangers. I think that's been a uh, common prediction. I'm liking it. They're missing Adrian Beltre over there at third base. Josh Donaldson will be another guy, end of his career, who can still produce. They'll probably pay too much for him because they'll have that exact same logic. Like, this guy will be like Adrian Beltre. Hopefully, for them, Josh Donaldson can produce. And he's played in the American League West already. That he has. So, I I think it's a perfect fit. Things going to the Rangers. Let me tell you something, Ty. Lock it in now. Last year, Rangers, Fangraphs war at third base, 27th out of 30. Mm, and they they're a fringe somebody. team. I like that pick. I like it a lot, actually. They need somebody. I like it so much that other people also like it. I think I saw it on a blog. Are you just looking at other people's predictions? Well, I'm seeing teams that are on here. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm looking at all of them. I didn't like the Cardinals pick. They're already signed in Ozuna. <laughs> I mean, Cassianos. <laughs> Hyun... Man, you better not just pick what other people say. Hyunjin, well, I, <laughs> Hyunjin Ryu. Yes. Seventh, which is... Bit low for the National League ERA leader. He's old, but I'm a little conflicted with um something that I'll get to when we get there. Number seven, <laughs> I see Hyunjin it. Ryu. Yeah. Who do you think, Ty? Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. He's going to be overpaid. Yeah. No no doubt in my mind he's going to be There's overpaid. There's going to Well, here's here's my logic. He's either going to be way overpaid or way underpaid. He's either going to it what contract he gets determines how he plays. He's either going to get a lot of money from a team who needs pitching, which is the more likely option, and then he's not going to perform that money, or every team is going to be a little bit too woke. And not give him any money, and then he'll get a like a medium sized contract, and then still be elite. It's gonna okay. be one of the two. <laughs> I can see that. All right, Jay. So whatever, if he gets a big contract, just pencil him in for sucking. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the American League West here. Okay. I think he's going to the Mariners. I actually, that's one team I think could be a sleeper. I don't know if they bring him in just because um, they are like, oh, not trying to win. I feel like. But I feel like that's they just last year were trying to win. And I feel like they already have an Asian market thanks to Ichiro. Ichiro, they also have a UC Kikuchi. They do. However you pronounce it, sorry, UC UCU. Isn't he Japanese though? 
Oh, yeah. I said Asian market. Yeah, and I said yeah. Asian market. Yeah, right. reuse Korean. Korean. Yes. Yeah, I just I can see him going to the Mariners. He feels like a Mariners guy. They lost King Felix as a uh, as a veteran on the mound. Yeah, I think Ryu can come in and be a good veteran present with the production for sure. Especially if you're saying people are going to undervalue him, I think they can get a deal for him. Yeah, I mean, and that is a team that's not scared to spend big when they're not necessarily in a chance to win. I mean, we saw it with Robbie Cano. Oh yeah. So and didn't they spend for um fucking Cruz? Yeah, but I think it was like a shorter deal, so it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know who to go with. I don't hate the Mariners, though. It's on an off-the-beaten-path pick there. Okay, here's here's what I was... I was going to go with the Los Angeles Angels tie. Okay. But I'm scared. Here's what I here's what I think. I'm scared the Los Angeles Angels are going to assign another notable pitcher that we'll get to. I yep. don't know if they're the team I'll, I'll predict, just out of sheer pity... Not pity. Uh, sheer um, just not wanting to pick the Angels and have, have you have good things. But because of the threat of them signing that other pitcher, they wouldn't want to get Ryu probably. But here's the thing. If they don't get that pitcher, they're and, they're going after pitching. He's a lock if he, they don't. So I'm going to go with the team that was second to last in starting pitcher war last season. Angels were last. Mm. I'm going to go with a team. He's already got he's, – he's got his um, – he's got like a like a foundation there. Their GM – Former Dodgers GM. They're president Ooh. of baseball operations. Former Dodgers GM. Staying in Cali. Okay. Staying on the West Coast. You know, closer to Korea, I think. <laughs> and it's a team that is needs to replace a big left-handed hand, left-handed arm in the in the starting rotation. Okay. It's gonna be Hyun. It's gonna be Hyun Jin Ryu. It's gonna be the San Francisco Giants. Ty. I already wrote it in before you even said it, Jay, because I think that's a great fucking pick. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, I think it fits perfectly. I can see him definitely being a Giants player. And, like, be like you know, some people are like, oh, they don't want to play for, like, the rivals. I don't think that's true. I mean, we've seen so many people play for the Red Sox and, and I think Yankees, especially in, like, And Ryu's... I don't think Ryu cares. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he gives two shit in his case. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he was a diehard, like, getting in fights, fucking, you know, staring down mad bum. Yeah. Like, they're just, he was just pitching. He was just doing his job. <laughs> the case against it is if Farhan Zaidi has the same penny pincher ways as Andrew Friedman has had at times and doesn't want to pay for him. That's the one. But I'm still going with my pick. That's not a bad pick at all. Thank you, Ty. I appreciate that. Where you got Yasmani Grandal going, Jason? Catcher, age Another. 31. Former Dodger, switch hitting catcher, one of maybe the best hitting catcher in the league. I don't know. I don't have stats to prove There's that. He's one lot. of the best. There's not a lot, especially with um, Salvador Perez out this year. Yeah. But he's not out next year. He's not. But I'm just saying, going off last year's stats. I've seen everything I've seen online says the Cincinnati Reds, which I've only looked at like two things. So, yeah, the Brewers had the best catcher war in baseball last year. I'm going to go with Ty. It's going to be a team who still has a good core. I Wait, I need to make sure they don't have a, a catching prospect real quick. Hmm. What? Just trying to think where I could see him going. I'm just looking to make sure this team doesn't have a catching prospect, because if they do, then I'm, this makes no sense. Okay, they don't have a catching prospect, at least in their top five. So that's not a big... Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. They do not have a catching prospect at all in their, in their top 30. They do not have a catching prospect. Okay. They're a team that needs a catcher. They have a good core. They wildly, wildly, wildly underperformed last season. But they still have a core to contend. They it's a place where Yasmani Grandal is gonna hit a lot of dingers and that's what he cares about. It's gonna be <laughs> the Colorado Rockies tie. Ooh. 
Yasmani Grandal air to the Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies tie ranked 28th in catcher war last season. 28th. Interesting. And they don't have any catching in their farm system. Interesting, Jason. Ooh. He's going to get a like a three-year 75 mil. He's going to get like paid higher annually, annually and it's going to be a shorter deal. That's my prediction. Hold on here. Hold on here, Jay. Let me check this. Don't team. know how far they are under the luxury tax. Hopefully. I just got a team in mind. Hopefully they're pretty far under the luxury tax. This team is going to show up again later. Oh fuck. I think he's probably a rookie, isn't he? I don't oh, know. He's only twenty four. I don't know. Can't tell you, Ty. I'm gonna say I don't wanna say fuck it. Yeah. Might not be the best. I don't, uh, I idea. don't know, man. Yeah, catchers are hard. Um, Brewers. Resign with the Brewers? Yep. Yeah. I, I have no other fucking guess. I mean, yeah, they signed him to a one-year deal, maybe a little tryout. He proved his tryout correct, and now they could give him a bigger offer. Yeah, that sure. I don't have a guess. I don't know. I was going to say the Padres because I could see the Padres going, trying to get some more pieces. No, they have a, they have a rookie catcher. I don't know if he's a rookie. He's 24. He's fucking young. See, no one likes ever picking the um, same team, but that happens, I feel like, more times than not. Yeah. But it's just a boring thing to do. I, I know. It is boring, but all right, that's all right. So, where do you see um, number five, Madison Bumgarner, go? I have a guaranteed lock on this one, Ty. And if you pick it, I'm picking it too. I don't care. Well, I'll just let you go first, then, Jay. No, you go first. We're we're keeping this uh, this order. I haven't looked yet. All right, number five, guaranteed <laughs> lock. I actually saw today. I actually talked to Miko two days ago. Said that I thought, or I saw, I talked to him yesterday. Said that this was a guaranteed lock. Saw an article or a report today that this team is actually pursuing him. It is a team that needs pitching. It is a team that I've already guessed so far this year. It is a contender. It is a team that is close to where Madison Bumgarner is from, which is North or South Carolina. I don't know which one, and I don't care to look. It is the Atlanta Braves, Tyler. Madison Bumgarner, big country boy, is going to go back to the South. He's going to play in Atlanta, a team that needs, you know, they have Soroka, but right now they only had three players on their depth chart on MLB.com. Of course, that's not counting like minor league guys and all that. Mm Mm-hmm. They need that veteran arm. They need that bullpen arm. Not bullpen arm. They need that experienced arm because they're an inexperienced team. Haven't won a playoff series despite having two good years. It's going to be Madison Bumgarner. Or, yeah, in the Braves. <laughs> You've done that twice now. I, yeah. <laughs> I like your logic there, Jay. This one is a team who has been on record as saying they're going out and looking for starting pitching. Okay. I don't think they're going to get two great starters. Okay. I think he's gonna go to the Angels. I don't really. Want I don't want him, but I can for sure see us signing him. Really? I think we have no one else, and I think they're going after pitching. And I don't think they get Ryu, and I don't think they get Strasburg. I hope they get Cole, but I can definitely see Bumgarner being drop him. We haven't got to them yet. Oh, uh, blah, blah. <laughs> so you, if they sign Garrett Cole, do you think that they also sign Mad Bum? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I okay. think they sign both of them. Okay, but I don't think they go Cole Strasburg or Cole. Ryu or can Mad Bum and Joe Madden exist coexist? Yeah, maybe. Sure, I don't know. Mad Bum just seems like a crybaby. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a good fit. But, but I think he's like, I don't want to leave California. <laughs> he just signs with us, or he wants to go back to the country. Well, not really the country, the the South. I think he's a he's our number two starter next season, and I'm not happy about it because I don't um, particularly. You're like not him. happy about Madison Bumgarner being your number two starter. If that happens, you should be ecstatic. No, because he's going to – he had a 3.9 ERA this year. It's going to skyrocket going to the American League with us. Or maybe it'll go down. He's going to have 4-5. Four, 
Maybe Lock it'll go it down now. Maybe when he's the number two. I think this is a proven fact. I have no stats to look it up, but I feel like when you have a better staff around you, you pitch better because it's like that internal competition. Don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay, so you mean he's going to be six with the Angels? But no, because if you're saying if they also get Garrett Cole, they're going to be competing against each other. Garrett Cole, Madison Bumgarner, I would love and Shohei Otani. I would love to see him and Cole come and then him turn into like a Verlander, revive his career. Yeah. I mean, he's still only 30. Verlander was like 35 when he got <laughs> traded. However, he feels a lot older than 30, though. That, well, that's he's how, 30 with a body of a 40-year-old. That's Clayton Kershaw, that's, 31. Yeah, that was definitely Clayton <laughs> Kershaw. Number four, Zach Tyler. Wheeler. The one, how is Zach Wheeler on ranked ahead of this article on Hyunjin Ryu? He, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's three years, four years younger. And he had the same ER, or same war. Well, better war. How do you have a better war? Oh, how does one point one worse? How is I don't understand pitching war because Ryu had a good ERA. Whatever. Zach Wheeler is going to be the guy who the big teams that want pitching are going to the the one of the big teams that wants pitching is going to sign Zach Wheeler after missing out on the other free agents. Okay, that's my logic. I think he's going to be a more more sought after starter because of his age. I think someone's going to give him a decent contract. It's either going to be a bad team. I don't know. Well, you got, Jay. Who you got? That feels like an angel signing, too. I think everything just feels like an angel signing because you guys need everything. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say You don't wrong. need a center fielder. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> or a two-way pitcher, uh, hitter. Yeah. We got one of those. We have two of those, actually. Really? Yeah. Jared Walsh. Oh, isn't he like in single A? Yeah, triple A. Oh. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to starting pitcher war on fan graphs. All right, Jay, you're taking forever. Okay, go for it. I think he's going to go to the Braves. Okay. I liked your logic with Mad Bum. I think they just go and get Wheeler. I think they have a couple of nice young players on their team, and uh, they get a young starter to go along with that. I'm going to go with this is a team that needs starting pitching but isn't going to offer the big bucks like the other teams, and the other teams are going to be more focused on the two big dogs. So they're going to like kind of slide in there and offer Wheeler the most he's gotten at this point, and they're going to accept it. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers. Ooh. Need starting pitching, but they, Brew don't, crew. they don't have a big enough market to get any of the big, big names. <clears throat> That's my logic. Okay, but even with him being this high up on the list, I think he is a big, big name this offseason. Zach Wheeler. I think I know Zach Wheeler's ranked ahead of Ryu, but I think he's the fourth. I think he's the fifth starter in this market i really do i really do i think he's third okay i disagree but okay fourth i'll say fourth no he's third i don't know jason next on the list <laughs> steven strasberg number three the world series mvp opted out of his deal i also have a very strong pick about this one that is a guaranteed lock well let's hear it it's the san diego padres Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. He's going to the Padres. It, I said it last week on the podcast. This is the guy. Everyone said it on every sports channel on every sports podcast. And Shut up. I'm just saying it's not a hot take. Everyone I know knows it's he's not going to the Padres. But I was. I said it ten years ago. How about that? Okay, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> or does he ignore his hometown? No, he goes to the Padres. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, a lock. He was born in San Diego. He went to college in San this Diego. This is literally the Bryce Harper to the Phillies pick this year. I feel like. And the, Everyone knew Harper was going to the Phillies last year. For but months. it got drawn out. So Yes, it's going to be the same thing. This is going to get drawn so out. And he's he, going to go to the Padres. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to get drawn out. Strasburg is going to wait for Cole to sign to set the market. And then it's going to be like, 
Oh, the White Sox are interested in Steven Strasburg. They are coming on strong. Oh, the freaking insert bad team here are coming <laughs> on strong for Steven Strasburg. Could they sign him away? And then it's going to come up on like December. No, it's going to come up on like January 7th that Steven Strasburg signs with the San Diego Padres for seven years, $200 million, and that's a wrap. Imagine okay. if that happened. We'd go viral. You got to remember this. I mean, if we if it comes out and it's close and we remember this, we have it on tape. January 7th, seven years, $200 million. Okay. San Diego Padres. I like it. We'd go viral. <laughs> How I'm hoping for it, Jay. <laughs> Number two, Anthony Rendon. Now, we were saying Strasburg is going to get drawn out and it's going to take forever. I think Rendon just signs right away. I think he signs right away back with the Nationals. I think he's going back to... I think he stays with the Nationals. I think he. I think he's a lifer. He's been so underappreciated for so many years and forgotten about. I feel like he has that connection because only national fans care about him. And yeah, he got a little bit of spotlight in the World Series, but I think they re-sign him, and I think it's very early on. I can't disagree with that logic, but I don't want to pick the same thing as you. <laughs> Here's the thing about Rendon: is he's said in an interview when they asked, like, "Oh, what do you see? Do you see yourself?" I think they asked about Verlander or Zimmerman or someone, like, "What do you see yourself doing at 36, 37?" He said, "Hopefully, not playing baseball." So I think he's going to get a. <laughs> I like that. He's <laughs> like, "I want to fucking retire." <laughs> He's going to get a crazy four or five year deal. Just super high that average probably annual value. Breaks Arenado's annual value record. And Arenado's annual value record came with the same team. And I think it's, you know, I don't know what their luxury tax situation is. I don't know. I like the Nationals. That's a good pick. Either way, he's going to get like a four year 200 million. Oh, gosh. Oh, maybe not that much, but maybe like four year 170, something crazy like that. I'm just saying this article also brings up the Rangers, who I said Donaldson was going to, which makes me feel better because they're in the market for a third baseman. Let me just look up Anthony Rendon, where he's from, because that's where I'm kind of basing my picks, even though that usually doesn't play any. He's from Richmond, Texas. Howdy. How close is Richmond? Oh, in this article, it says his home state Rangers. How close is Richmond from Arlington, you may do we have a Do we have a third base controversy in Houston? Are they going to get rid of Bregman? <laughs> I mean, Rendon proved he was the alpha third baseman with the World Series win. Oh, Richmond is closer to Houston. Much closer to Houston. I think we have a third base controversy I don't even know where Arlington is. Is Arlington by Dallas? I don't know. I'm sorry, listeners. Oh, yeah. Arlington is by Dallas. Do you see where my ex lived? Your ex? Yeah, all my exes live in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. Um, I'm just going to say the Nationals. (laughs) That one seems like an obvious pick to me. Yeah, they're going to sign him. Maybe Let's say four years. Four year. It's going to be a five-year deal worth $215 million with a fifth-year player option. So it's really going to be a four-year deal with a fifth-year player option. Five to 15. I'm not good at guessing contracts, so I won't try, but yes. That's a 43 per year. I don't know if that breaks Arenado's record, but that's a lot of money. That's a lot of cheddar. Now, Jason, number one free agent prospect. Free agent prospect, Garrett Cole. How did Garrett Cole get so good? He was just, like, mediocre. I know he was, like, highly touted in Pittsburgh, but I'm telling you, I think the Astros cheat, man. He was highly touted in Pittsburgh, and he had a couple of kind of 
dominant years there, I feel like. And then he kind of leveled out and then went off with the Astros. I don't even think it was ever dominant. I think it was just like all-star. I think he had a couple of like top five NBA or top five Cy Young seasons. Mm, let's see. Finished fourth. But I think he's always just kind of played in Pittsburgh when they were shitty. He finished fourth his third year. And then he finished fifth last year, but that's not Pittsburgh. He had like one really good year with Pittsburgh. And besides that, every year his ERA was above three. Which is good, but it's not. He was a one-time All-Star. I just Wait. think the Astros are like better at oh scouting. Oh my god, I was looking at a different stat. I saw 4.1 and I was like, wait a minute. I saw, um, I don't know what I said. Oh yeah, the Astros, I think they're just really good at scouting. And knowing where pit hitters are bad. It's the same thing as the Dodgers. The Dodgers always have good pitching too. And guys come out of nowhere and they're great. So I don't think they really cheat. As much as I want to say they do. I think he's a dominant pitcher who showed he's dominant. Where do you think he's going? Jason, I'm going to say the Angels because I really want him to go to the Angels. And even if I don't believe we're actually going to get him, I want him. I want him bad. So I'm saying the Angels. I want him bad too. Fuck you. What? Go, you keep Kershaw. No, I want... You get Kershaw. Bueller's our ace now and it's going to be Garrett Cole. And keep Bueller. Keep Kershaw. You got plenty of pitchers to choke in the playoffs. We don't have anyone to choke in the playoffs, Jay. I need a pitcher to choke in the playoffs. Okay, I'm not guessing the Dodgers, but the hope for the Dodgers making this signing would be they have money now to spend. They spent big on Zach Granke a few, you know, 2012 while they had Kershaw. They spend big on Garrett Cole because it's like one of the, we don't really need anything. The only thing we could really do is add like an elite arm. Was he with the Astros when you guys played in the World Series? No. Okay. So why are you making that face? I was just going to say he's not going to go against the team he just played in the World Series. <laughs> So, I mean, that's the case for the Dodgers, and then the Dodgers just throw him money bags. And Whoa. it's still hometown. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying it, I think that's why they're contenders, but possibly. There is the issue of him being in that Houston locker room, and you know they're talking shit about the Dodgers. <laughs> they're talking you don't mad think, shit about the you don't Dodgers think they talked there. massive shit about the Angels after they steampumped him 15-0 for the seventh time this season? They played dirty against us, bro. They felt bad for us. <laughs> took out our catcher and it's still you still get the hometown narrative you know yeah he's from orange county but la's not far from orange county i should have had grandall going to the angels we have fucking no one behind the plate so here's what i think though there's been one team we haven't mentioned this entire time okay i think the garrett cole hometown rumors i think they're fun they're fun to talk about but i think they are fun I think feel good he's a guy, and I think he showed this in his World Series presser where he instantly put on the Scott Boris hat, and he said he's a representative of himself, not the team. He's a guy who's going to go to the team that pays him the most. I don't think at the end of the day we're going to hear the hometown. We're going to hear this if it's a contender, if it's not a contender, blah, blah, blah. We're going to hear all that. It's going to be whoever offers him the biggest contract. And the one team we haven't said so far is the New York Yankees. The Yankees need pitching. Does he go to the dark side, though, like that? I don't think he cares. I, he does not strike me as someone who cares about what team he's going to, his rivals. I mean, he distanced himself from the team right away. Right away. But dude. they kind of fucked him. They kind of said, we don't believe in you, Jay. They said, game seven, you're ready to go in the bullpen. We're not going to use you, and we're going to lose the game because of that. I understand that. but They t- said, fuck you, and he's going to say, okay, I'm going to go win a championship with your rival, the Los Angeles Angels. Or I'm just going to go whoever pays me the most. That's fine. So you guys are the Yankees? And the Yankees are going to offer more than the Angels. I don't know about that. I think the Angels are ready to dump some money into fucking pitching. I At the end of the day, I think the Yankees have more money, though. At the end of the day, I think the Angels 
are in California and Yankee in New York's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the Yankees are going to be like You're telling me the California kid who grew up in California is going to want to live in New York City for the next 6 to 7 to 8 years of his life, Jay? Hey. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> See, I think this is the issue is this is probably the end of his career contract where he settles down and you know makes a home that he's going to retire to. I think no one wants to retire in New York. Yeah, he'll get traded. He'll get traded before the end of his contract. Whatever team he signs with is going to be bad in four years. Not the Dodgers because we always make the playoffs. <laughs> but I just know I think the Yankees are going to offer him the most, and he's going to follow the dollar bills, and he's going to be a Yankee. That's not terrible. I I, I just have this feeling, man. It's gonna. I just I don't want it to happen. I would rather him go to the Angels. You know, I would. Ty, if the Angels make the playoffs, I think I'd root them for them for you. I appreciate that, Jay. I will never root for the Dodgers. I know. I, I'm. I don't know, man. But I appreciate it. I wish you would root for the Dodgers. I You've won't. seen how much heartbreak I've been in. Yeah. Why would I want that? If it's so much funnier laughing at. If them. the Dodgers win, I'm not. Why don't you want the Dodgers to win for me? Because fuck that. Because do you think I'm a showboat all the time? I just. No, just no. You're the worst with showboating. Fuck You're yeah, gonna be the. It's gonna be rough when the Saints win the Super Bowl this year, Jay. I'm. So, I'm talking rough. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm. I agree with you. It's going to be rough. And football's the second holding up the Lombardi. So I don't really... Mike Thomas flexing with the Lombardi trophy. Ooh. Football's my second sport, so I don't really care as much, and our teams aren't now rivals. talk shit to your dad, though. Go ahead. <laughs> Me, I'll just be like, I call. I told you they were going to win this Super Bowl. I'll be happy for you. You know what would be even better? Make it to the Super Bowl and then have another heartbreaking loss. Oh, God. Don't fucking do that to me, Jay. Like an I've had on- enough heartbreak. Like I a- might actually die. What what ways can the Saints lose worse than they've already lost? Uh, it would be a fourth quarter drive, and Drew Brees gets injured in overtime, and Taysom Hill comes in and dives at the goal line and fumbles, and they take it 100 yards to the house. Tie game at the goal line, like 10 seconds left. You're about to score. You fumble, but then the ball goes in the back of the end zone or whatever. Like He fumbles it into the end zone. <laughs> it's a turnover. Oh, no, that wouldn't be a safety. What's the safety rule? There's like a safety rule. No, I think that's the safety. If I, it, no, I think it fumbles in the back of the end zone. I don't know. No, because I think it's just a... Is it a safety? I think if you fumble and it goes out, it's a safety and the other team gets the ball. Because I remember it just happened a couple years ago and it's the dumbest rule I've ever seen in my entire life. Or you guys are up. This would this would never happen, obviously, but you're taking the victory kneel and you fumble and they win. <laughs> that would be like the worst. They'd find a way. <laughs> or, you know, you... Anything that can break a fan's heart, the Saints know how to do it. Or you guys sign Marshawn Lynch before the playoffs, and then you're at the one-yard line, and then you instead of running him after he's had a you great game, it, you pass the Patriots it. Patriots intercept it and, Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Titans make the Super Bowl, and Malcolm Butler uh, intercepts it and wins the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Fuck. Or, uh, oh. oh, my God, Tyler. Sorry my, my for apologies. that, listeners. Or you guys uh, up by, you know, however many, and an onside kick, and then like a Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Tie game, instead of just taking it overtime, you go for a Hail Mary, pick six. In Michael Thomas's hands, bounce off his helmet, catch, pick six, you lose. Which one of those would feel the worst out of all those I said? Jason, let's move on. <laughs> You're going to make me sad. I don't want to be sad. I'm sad too, bro. I'm sad You know what's going to make you happy, Jason? What? I finally watched the Lego Batman movie. I know. You know what's going to make you sad, Jason? Don't say it. It's not that good. It was okay. Much prefer the regular Lego movie over the Lego Batman movie. 
Why? It was funny. It had some funny jokes. It just dragged a little bit. And I, I don't particularly like the Batman character. I'll say it. Why? He was, he was a bit too much for me. Will think, Arnett did what he could. I think that's like the joke is it's like. Yeah. The overexemplification but I didn't think of it was funny. Batman. I didn't like the rapping. Felt uncomfortable at points. Like, why am I watching a child's movie? Wow. You did not just say that. I did. The ending was all right. Zach Galifianakis was all right. I don't even remember the ending. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I don't even remember the plot. What is he fighting against? Um, <laughs> so Joker goes in, I think it's like the Phantom Zone or something, and gets like all bad guys from That's anything. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. Voldemort and Godzilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple funny moments. Don't get me wrong. But no, I'm not going to lie to you. This legitimately happened. End of the movie, I had to take Parker out because he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I missed the last couple minutes. I came back in and Victoria was like, oh, something funny happened. Rewind it. And I was like. It's okay. I'd rather just go to bed. Wow. Word for word. Why? I. You know what it was? What? You went into that movie wanting to hate it because you know I how much it. I liked it. I sat it. down That's and exactly I was like, what it was. All right, I get to watch this movie now. I'm getting blessed with this movie now. And I was very, very minimally blessed. My, one, my favorite joke was when he was talking to Robin before he was Robin. And they, I don't know if it was he, him talking. He asked him what his name was or what did the kids call him. And they said Dick. And he said kids nowadays are like really mean. It was like an adult <laughs> joke in a kid's movie. The first Lego had a bunch of adult jokes in kid's movie, I feel like. Like the actual Lego movie. Man. It was all right. Not fantastic. Did Riley give you Rat Race? She did. Did you watch that? No, I have not got a chance to watch it. I don't hold that one as high of a regard. That one does... <laughs> That one just had some funny moments. I feel like you would. I feel like you'll enjoy Rat Race more. But I'm right. so, I'm sorry to say, it, Jay, but I had to be honest. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Now I'm gonna cheer you up a little bit. I need to watch a movie you told me to watch and just shit on it the whole time. <laughs> a Star Is Born. So that's great. But you're just gonna cry. You're gonna want to <laughs> shit on it, and you're gonna be like, I can't. Step Brothers. You already shit on Step Brothers. You can go fuck yourself. That's what it is. It's just a vendetta against me because I think Step Brothers is overrated. And I still think it's a top five Will Ferrell movie. It's just overrated. It's top three Will Ferrell movie. I think you had it number two. Or number one. We literally did that list. No, I had it number two for sure. And then I switched it because of how much I love a movie we'll talk about. No, I think. I'm 100% sure. No, yeah, I think you it had three. it at number one. And you switched it to number two, I think, because I told you about how iconic Anchorman was for our friendship, and then you switched it. But I think it was down to three. Oh, maybe I put it back to two, though, after explaining it to you. All right. Oh, well, gonna be tough. We're, we're going to have to check the tape. Top five personal movie quotes that we quote in our everyday lives. Maybe not all the time, but stuff I say. Definitely, if you hung out with me, you've definitely heard me or Tyler say some of these things. Not my honorable mentions, but the other ones. Yeah, for sure. But I'm going to have to probably pull out one of my honorable mentions because we have the same one. We already talked about it. Do you want to go first or second? Oh, we're not saying the same ones? Well, we can. No, we can. I was going to say it. Okay. I'll wait for to do my honorable mentions. First one, Jason. Are you starting with like your fifth one? Number five because that's how normal people do lists. I didn't order them, but I'll order them in my head as we go. Jason, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I think it's I piss ex- excellence when I wake up in the morning. I don't know. 
My dad says that all the time. I like, wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. I'm 99% sure. My dad doesn't even say the wake up in the morning part. He just says he pisses excellence. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that from? Uh, Talladega Nights. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Who I believe is my number two movie. I do love Talladega Nights. I don't think it was your number two, though. We're going to have to check the tapes. But, yeah, I have a Talladega Nights quote in here, too. And it's, it's not it's not shake it's not uh shake and bake. Which oh my might god, be on your I forgot list. about shake and bake. It's not Sh- little shake and b- b- bake. Okay, another one that's in Talladega Nights. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. I'm <laughs> just thinking of other quotes now. Another one that's in Talladega Nights, but I don't know if it's on. I'll 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 save it for an honorable mention. Actually, okay. I need number five from you, Jay. Uh, I'm gonna go with one that's on your list because it is my number five. Because you say it more than I say it. But <sighs> fuck you. It's you, next on my list. You saying it so much made it something I say all the time. You know it's, what, Jay? You using that fifth in your using that fifth on your list. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it works for him. <laughs> A bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Dodgeball. We've talked about it already. Underrated movie. I fucking love that movie. I, I say that fucking line all the time. And 99% of the time, people don't know why I'm saying it. Like, they don't get the reference, and I still say it, and I don't care. It's a great quote, man. I say it all the time now, too. Playing Call of Duty or something? That's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. That's right. your number four? That was my number four. I'll say my number four. I'll go with, just because I don't say this one as much, but it's a special place in my heart. It's going to go with uh, 60% of the time. It works every time. Ah, fuck me. I love that one. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. That That's not on your list? It's not on my I'm list. I'm surprised. I forgot about it. 60% There's of There's going to be a lot that I forgot about. We could come back and do this again next week, and I'll have five other quotes that I love. <laughs> it works every time. That's beautiful. Sex Panther. Bought you Sex Panther for Christmas one year. It was the best clone I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> really it actually smelled good it smelled fantastic <laughs> I've ha- i had it for like years i finally killed it all right and it worked 60 percent of the time every time <laughs> what's your number three time? number three jason i don't say it anymore but i used to say it very it, it always made got some laughs when i still lived with my parents uh-huh and it's this house is a fucking prison from Step Brothers. <laughs> this house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. I'm, yeah, I've never heard you say that because I didn't live with you, but I can imagine you saying that. It's, it's when they're going off, when they get in trouble. He's like, this house is a fucking prison. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love your dad, and I know he's listening to this, but I'm surprised you didn't get in more trouble for saying that. It would be mostly just like, haha. I'm surprised. I, I mean. What, were you the one getting in trouble when you would say that? It would mostly be like, hey, can you do something for me? And I'd be like, uh, like as a joke. Yeah. we like, this house is a fucking prison. All right. Well, that's good. It's very sarcastic. That's good. I was actually getting yelled at. I just thought it. Oh, number three. Number three. I can't. I feel like my number. So the fifth one I added, now it's like up to the top three, and I just feel like it's weak, Ty. I'm on my top two. I love one of them. The other one is very generic, and I'm okay with it. I just feel like it's very weak, but I can't think of any other movies. I told you before the podcast, I need to think. I need to come up with a list that of movies I love, just so you can go to when you need to think of things. Because when I need to think of them, I I just don't. I can't. I can't think of it. Look, you know what? Mine might might not be a crowd pleaser, but this is my personal list. Yeah, and these are my quotes, so I want to hear your quotes. I'm just gonna go put this at number three. Uh, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> yeah. You're my boy, Blue. That's great. Great movie. I'm seeing a trend. Yeah, they're like all, every single movie, actually four, one movie is vastly different from the other five movies. 
Mine's not. Mine sticks to that trend, Jason. Number two on my list. I mean, that's quotable movies, though. It's that genre. (laughs) Number two on my list. I won't go fast. (laughs) Talladega Nights. Again. Now, is there anyone out there who wants to go fast? Anybody? I want to go fast. Hey, get him a suit. Hurry up. Let's go. Yep, great. I, honestly, I was thinking about it. I think I say more Talladega Nights lines than any other movie. <laughs> it's got it's very quotable. I got a Talladega Nights quote in my in my honorable mentions, and it wasn't even on my list. There's just so many. Yeah, I fucking love it. I always say I want to go fast. I'll just be driving on the road and I'll just like drop a gear and be like, I want to go fast and gun it. Dude, I thought of another Talladega Nights quote that's going on honorable mentions don't know you might have it but i don't this is my last talladega night i could have made i told you this i could have made a list of just talladega night quotes do you want to talk about them i would have been happy let's talk about them what's how on about, your list let me hear yours well i don't have one on my list on so my honorable oh, okay. mentions let's just talk about them how about a deer six pound eight ounce baby jesus <laughs> <laughs> i want to come at you like spider monkey yep same scene uh one that me and my dad always say uh that just happened after they're talking <laughs> to the one guy <laughs> It's just like that just happened. I was literally just talking about this at work, but oh, it was. I do uh, have one more on my say, list. I love crips. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one more on my list, so we're gonna wait. I forgot about that. I'll just say it right now. Number two is uh, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I fucking love it. I say that all the time, <laughs> dude. All the time. Slingshot engaged. <laughs> <laughs> that don't you put that evil on me? It's so funny because he says the most ridiculous. He's like. He wishes that is he grows up to have big beautiful children and then that they are like star you gotta, athletes. You gotta clip at least this one in. There's that whole that whole thing is fucking hilarious. I hope that both of you have sons, handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who are talented and star athletes, and and they have their legs taken away. I mean, I pray you know that pain and that hurt. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Don't you put that on us? You are not paralyzed. I'm just going to read some of these. Um, no one lives forever, but with advances in modern science and my high level income, it's not crazy. I can live to be 245, maybe 300. <laughs> I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine, and I do mean spread. I spread my butt cheeks and everything. <laughs> if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but boy, do I love Fig Newtons. <laughs> Actually, I just got back from SEMA and I saw a car that had like the stickers on the windshield like that, and that's what I thought of. (laughs) Or when he flips off the driver and he's (laughs) it's real nice. I got it at Target. It was on sale. I say that one all the time too. (laughs) Just so many good. (laughs) Oh Oh, man, I fucking love that movie, Jay. There's so many, even like. Even lines I didn't, like, I rewatched it a few months ago. And, like, lines I don't even remember, like, when they're at dinner and Ricky Bobby asks how school today. And Walker says, I threw a bunch of Grandpa's chip, Grandpa Chip's war medals off the bridge. <laughs> and their names are Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> Man, dude. It's such a good movie. It's great. It's I, I believe it has the most funny quotes in it. It's so good. It's, ah, oh, I love that. It had to have been number two. I there, fucking love that. There's movie. like a cl- there's a parallel universe that's very close to this parallel the, the, in the East universe, and the one thing that's different is we're Talladega Nights people over Anchorman people. Because you could really, I think we give Anchorman the spotlight, but I think we might be Talladega Night guys. <laughs> I, I think it's because we talked about Anchorman more with our friends. But if we would have just talked about Talladega Nights instead, we would probably think Talladega Nights is. A but I, I feel movie. like as we were talking about Anchorman. 
We would just throw in quotes from Talladega Night in everyday conversation, not even realize it. <laughs> Man, dude. It's so good. Fucking love that movie. Jason, I need I said, number one on your list. You want my number one? I guess it's not really my number one. I think my number one was going to be, uh, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so number one, I'll just go with the one my dad always says, and I always say it too. He put the lotions in the basket. He places the lotion in the basket. What's the fucking lotion in the basket? From <laughs> a very different movie. From um, the, what the fuck is that movie called? Silence of the Lambs? Silence of the Lambs. I've only seen like 20 minutes I've of that movie, and that was part of it. And it's a sad scene where the guy has the girl in in like a hole, and he wants her to put lotions on her skin. That way her skin is like not dry when he eats it. And it's like a scary scene, you know, and it's like, put the lotions in the basket. And and he starts yelling at her, like, put the lotions in the basket. And my dad's just cracking up laughing. And it's like <laughs> supposed to be a scary movie. And then the very next scene, it's all serious, scary again. And he's talking to like the FBI worker or whatever. And he's just like, Clarice. And he just get like, that's what he calls her, like just the way he says it. And my dad's just cracking up laughing, dude. Very different movie than the rest of the list. If you watch, okay, so if you like Silence of the Lambs as like a horror movie or whatever the genre is, like cool. But if you want to see it as a comedy, Watch it with my father, and I guarantee you'll see it as a completely different movie. It's different. You can either sit in a dark room and watch it by yourself, or you can come over with the lights on and laugh with your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's completely different. Cross, yeah, cross. Um, I say cross gender, genre, cross genre. <laughs> Jason, the last one on my list. I am astonished this movie did not make your list. Okay, this is Anchorman. You didn't have a single anchor. Yeah, sixty percent of the time it works every oh, time. Oh fuck, you did. Okay, I'm in a glass case of emotion right now, Jay. <laughs> Ron, ah! wh- where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> that's a good one. I don't know. That, that's obviously not my best one because I got a sixty percent of the time it works every time. But there's there's good anchorman quotes too. I love lamp. That always plays. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look up anchorman quotes right now. I, see, I, I can't think of them when they're put on the spot. I just Your can't do that. Dirty pirate hooker, Your smelly d- pirate hooker. <laughs> yeah, uh, when he has the erection, he says uh, it was an illusion or whatever <laughs> at the pants store or whatever. He had to return him at the pants store. I forgot what he says. That's what makes these movies great, though, and that's what Will Ferrell has made a career out of is just these quotable one-liners. There's other movies too, like one that I thought of was in a Get Hard with Kevin Hart. And I remember there was a part he was trying to toughen him up. And then Will Ferrell finally snapped and said, "Like you're my, you're my bitch's bitch. You're my grand bitch or something." That's one that stuck out. <laughs> I had one honorable mention. You sit on a throne of lies from Elf. That's a good one. I say that all the fucking time. Did you know I didn't watch Elf until like maybe two Christmases ago? That's insane. Like for the first time in my life. I think I do remember that, and it's absurd. Let's just read the top Anchorman quotes. Why I hate when they do articles like these. All right. Um, number one, I love Lamp. Number two, when he's talking to Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you ate a whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> Number three is a glass case of emo- emotions. Then 60%. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> My dad says that all the time, and I in turn say it as well. Let's see. Man, this I hate articles like this. We'll just start at 25. He has a voice that could make a Wolverine purr and suit so fine that made Sinatra look like a hobo. That was the narrator. That I immediately regret oh, this decision. <laughs> go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> um, I love scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Here goes down, down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta love that one. I said that a long time. Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. That's a good <laughs> one. It's good. 
Baxter bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Brick is just. <laughs> Which one did you read? I'm on Talladega Nights again. Oh. <laughs> Which Talladega Nights quote did you read now? <laughs> well, let me just quote the late great Colonel Sanders who said, "I'm too drunk to taste this chicken." <laughs> I want to do a top 10 list, and that was 10, and it fucking kills me every time. <laughs> Dude, Tal- is Taldeca no- Nights the... We got Maybe we need to do like special special podcast where we talk about like underrated movies. Like, Is Taldeca Nights the, uh, the best Will Ferrell movie? It might be. You're going on vacation here soon. We're going to need to make some... An evergreen? Yeah, and I think that might be one. Yeah, it could be. Oh... Uh, help me, what does he say? Help me Tom Cruise, Oprah Winfrey, whatever he says. <laughs> yes. Help me Jesus, help me Jewish God, help me Allah, help me Tom Cruise. Use your witchcraft to get me, <laughs> use your witchcraft on me to get the fire off me. Uh, when he's talking to uh, whatever's John Gerard, you don't understand, you don't understand, you don't understand, you don't understand because you don't understand liberty, you don't understand freedom. So you put a crack in my arm like a crack in the Liberty, liberty Bell, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> talking about highlander he's like won the academy award <laughs> best movie ever made um i'm all jacked up on mountain dew surprised we didn't uh say that one. Oh fuck <laughs> i have the quote also what quote? from uh when he said don't you put that evil on me ricky bobby what does he say i hope that you have <laughs> i hope that both of you have sons Handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who are talented and star athletes, and they have their legs taken away. I mean, I pray you know that pain and that hurt. <laughs> oh, man. This is fucking great. I had some honorable mentions. Um, a classic. Probably said this all the time when we played baseball. Uh, there must be steroids and macaroni <laughs> from bench warmers. That was a good one. And then uh, that was it, because the other one was Talladega Nights. My other one that I had that... Uh, the Chargers actually tweeted out today. It's just the uh, I'm not fucking leaving from Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I love that quote. That's a good I, I, one. Well, it's not necessarily the quote. I just love the video. Yeah. Because it can be used in so many situations, and it's fucking great. There's a lot of Wolf of Wall Street uh, <clears throat> like gifts. I feel like. Just DiCaprio movies in general. It's a great movie. Looking up funniest movie quotes, and I haven't heard like any of these. We did uh, If You Can Dodge a Wrench, You Can Dodge a Ball. Oh, I didn't we... So, what is it? The five D's of dodgeball or whatever. Yeah, dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge or whatever. <laughs> oh, the one classic that I don't really like, but everyone always says online the "Where's my super suit?" Everyone always puts that. Oh, the incredible scene. Yeah, I don't haven't seen like any of these. Oh, glass case of emotion. There we go. Have you ever seen Groundhog Day? Nope. Tried watching it and I was so bored I just turned it off. Damn. I just, I didn't like go to sleep. I, I just turned it off and like, walk, like I was in the living room. I just walked away. I just walked away. I feel like Adam Sandler's had some sneaky, funny. I like the, uh, oh, when I like in Waterboy when they're chanting Gatorade at him to make him mad or when he's, he's imagining them making him mad and they're Gatorade and they're chanting <laughs> water sucks. That's a good moment in that movie. Um, I can't think of one line, but when he beats the shit out of, or when he gets the shit beaten out of him by Bob Barker. Oh, in, um, that one movie. Never seen that movie. Start to finish. Fun fact. Seriously? Yeah. The fuck is what? wrong with Happy you? Gilmore. Never seen Happy Gilmore. Start to finish. I... 
What, Ty? This was a fun pod, Jay. I'm just disappointed in you, and this was a fun pod. I'm sorry you disappointed me. Speaking of being disappointed, our listeners are probably disappointed because we haven't been posting on YouTube or posting videos. This is true. This is going to change. Okay, after I'm going on trip, after, okay, then we're going to get through Thanksgiving. <laughs> so we're going to get through my trip. We're going to get through Thanksgiving. And might as well just wait till New Year. And then I'm going to have another trip Summer right after Thanksgiving. after that. And then we have to deal with Christmas. So I'm not promising anything. But I'm after, not going to work on the 4th of July. I'm too patriotic. After my trip, I'm going to try, we're going to try to post more. Definitely by the New Year, we're going to post more. I can guarantee that. That is a Jason guarantee. Okay. But before then, after my trip from November 13th to November 20th, maybe we'll get some gaming up. Maybe I'll put some solo gaming. Maybe I'll put some Call of Duty on where it's just my side, but you're in the party or whatever. I'm fine with that because I've been playing like a motherfucker. I played once. I've been playing like a motherfucker. Feeling real good. I fucking wiped some team in Search and Destroy. Went like 12-1. and Nice. 4v1 clutch. Followed that up by getting shit on by a team, and they won 6-0, and and this dude was sniping, and he killed me every single round. <laughs> the same exact that person. That sounds like Tyler. Did you run to the same exact spot every nope, time? Nope, I kept trying oh. different ways to kill him, and he just kept sniping me every time. <laughs> and I was very frustrated. I, I, I rage quit. I didn't finish the game. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You got anything else, Ty? I don't. Again, fun pod, Jay. Of course. Follow us on Twitter. Of course. Within lines pod. We're going to do another giveaway soon. We're going to give away two Ontario Rain tickets, mostly because I have a sports marketing class where we have to sell tickets, so I'm just going to give two of them away to count as sales. I'll buy them. Well, I was going to buy I'll them. put it on the company card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. You got anything else? No. Be a good friend, everybody. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park